Sunday afternoon post or Sunday evening. I should say it's 514. It is 97 degrees. I am approaching Tracy, California to see my eight month old. I'm so excited. I've had a long weekend. Uh, my daughter had her Stockton's city swim meet um, championship meet this weekend and my daughter had a lot of personal bests she didn't win a lot of her races but that's okay you know it's her first full year of swimming year-round and what a tremendous amount of growth for my my 10 year old Annabella and I'm so proud of her and where she's come with that so this episode is about teaching to be a champion um, you know no there's plenty of instructional and uh, audio uh, videos uh, or even tracks to listen to of how to train to be an athlete. But what about when you're a parent and you don't want to over parent and over coach your kid and you want them to enjoy the experience yet still motivate them and get them to see past their own stubborn ways the way they think things should go. Well, this is really what this episode's all about. Um, you know, as a, as a former athlete myself, I was very competitive in track and field and cross country. You know, those were my two main sports that I, I did every year in high school. Um, I ran in junior high too. I mean, I even ran in college. So, um, the thing about all that is that I understand what commitment was from early on. And I used to love, I love playing baseball. I played baseball up until I was like 13, 14 years old competitively. And then restarted uh, probably about 10 years ago in a male league uh, that's hardball, wood bat league. So kind of like how the pros play with the wood bat and hardball. Anyway, so um, I always had the desire to physically be better. I loved winning. I loved competing. And my daughter up until this year never had that edge she always you know she played soccer and yeah so sure soccer was great you know I mean but uh, she didn't have that aggressiveness and the desire to want to win or go far and you know like every parent you want your kid to be number one so I'm gonna call this the the, the Tiger Woods plan, uh, parent plan you know every a lot of parents that I've met want their kids to be like Tiger Woods as an athletic aspect so we spend all this extra money on coaching special uh, teams to join uh, you know we drive the distances and all that stuff but the thing is is like we cannot take away from their natural ability and their natural desire so sometimes we have to take a step back and that's what this year has been for me I've had to learn how to step back and look at it logically, analytically, and philosophically of how to better my child. There's, a, I've given her a lot of long speeches, a lot of long talks, but they didn't start materializing until this, this second season of her swim club season. And now she asks me, dad, hey, I see what you're saying. You know, yeah, I got to kick above the water, da, 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 da. And so, you know, it made me proud of what she did. And then, you know, I, I would give her goals that it would seem like there were monstrous goals. Like, like for example, her freestyle, I wanted her to finish in 39 seconds. You know, her personal best is at 42. At least that's what's written down. I don't know if maybe there was a, a typo because I don't know if she could swim 42. But still, nonetheless, I gave her 39 seconds as an example to swim a 50-meter freestyle, which for a 10-year-old, that's pretty damn fast. And the girl that won, I think won it like in 35 seconds or something like that but anyway 
So the point is, is like I gave her a goal that it's not impossible, but it's very difficult to reach. And she just, you know, she went into it. She wanted to do it. And, you know, she got so nervous. She got excited. Then she waited a long time in line to wait. And I said, you know, I ended up seeing like, wow, standing in the heat, standing stagnant, not getting loose, then getting in the pool, your, your muscles are going to be sore just from standing around, you know, and, uh, you know, and not keeping your muscles warm. So it's hard to perform explosively as an athlete with cold muscle. So I was telling her, Hey, you know, start shaking it out. That's what we do. You know, you got to, those acids that build up in your muscles, they will work against you when you need to activate your muscle. So she learned, you know, the hard way. And what I was telling her, I was like, Hey, we're not worried about place right now because these, this is the beginning, you know, you're going to win some and you're going to lose some. But when she was losing in the first season and she was finishing last, sometimes getting a third, um, you know, with, with Annabella, it's been, you know, up and down, but she, she didn't take offense of losing before, but now that she's won races previously to this meet, you know, she's won against people that, yeah, they're mid-range swimmers for her age group, but, um, at the same time, you know, it's kind of like you're swimming in a small pond, wait till you go to the ocean, see how big the fish really are. Well, she found that out today and it was like really mind blowing about how fast and how good they really were, but it didn't want it to take away. So it was like more like, look, it's learning. And I told her, you know, she, she bested eat almost every single one of her races by four to six seconds. Now for a kid to better than their best four to six seconds in swimming is a huge amount of time. So when you watch the Olympics and you watch these guys wins by hundreds of seconds, now just imagine seconds. That's a big deal. So as a coaching dad, I cheer her on. I get excited for her. I'm proud of her. I'm trying not to be overcritical. And I see where her head's at. Now she gives me a little attitude because she thinks she knows what she's doing, but that's any kid. You know, I let her have fun and hang out with her friends. And you know, that's the part of that's part of the game. But I want to also say that when you're you have kids in sports, I think it is true that more than likely they will not get into trouble later in life and they will live a more directed focused life of doing something great for themselves and learning how to work on their own and trust their own abilities. You know, um, as a coach, you know, when you're coaching your kid, you got to take your personal best out of yourself. Like you as an athlete, you got to take it out and you just got to look at them and say, what can encourage and better them? Not critical analytics that just, you know, it's like kind of like a put down, like, how am I ever going to reach this? But it's like discipline with encouragement goes a long way. So, ladies and gentlemen, I know that many of you have children and many of you might have children going into sports or already have. But just think about this. It is a great pleasure to be a part of that. Because I'll tell you what, as a kid, my parents were hardly at any of my games, any of my cross-country meets or track meets. And I won a lot. And I did very well for myself. 
you know. But the thing is, is like teaching your kids that self-reliance is, it's a bitch. It's tough. But when you have the support of parents, and I got to give a lot of credit to my ex, um, her mom, you know, I give her a lot of credit for changing a whole 180 and not being a supportive parent to, wow, she set up a tent, she brought things, she she did a lot, man, and I give her a, a lot of fucking credit, you know, I, I cannot tell you how grateful I am that Annabella has a mom that she does, so, um, anyhow, so, you know, this also is a time to clear the channels, clear, you know, invite good things, and be our personal best, because when we're our best, our kids feed off that, and they're going to be their, their best, so whenever you do, whatever sport you have your child in, you know, be the spectator as well as, you know, kind of like the critic, but, you know, just make sure that you're doing it in a positive way where they're learning something. Now, my kid has a hard time seeing me as an athlete, but I've also gotten in the pool. My kid also tells me, damn, dad, you're pretty fast, you know, and I say, hey, if I can preach it, I can do it. That's what you need to think about. So, if you ever have come in that point in your life where you're, um, you know, you're telling someone something to do, if you can't do it, then don't preach it. But if you can preach it, then you can do it. Hey, you're pretty awesome in my book. Well, that's a Sunday episode with Good Vibes at Jason B, a Broad Minds and More podcast. If you have a personal comment to make here on Anchor, I look forward to it. I will add it to this episode. If you'd like just to clap and give an applause, I perfectly love that. If you're on iTunes, I will be posting this to iTunes. If you are on iTunes, please give me a rating um, with a Broad Minds and More um, podcast. You know, uh, it would be a great pleasure. The more ratings I get, spread the love, spread the, the word around. Um, I have a lot more material and a lot more clear material to present. And I just wanted to thank you all for this Sunday episode. You all have a great evening and take care.